Welcome to the Tailored Careers Podcast. My name is Shannon. I help driven individuals navigate their career journey through a strategic approach, finding confidence and clarity along the way. Listen in to my amazing guests who have navigated their own journey within their passion. In both interviews I conduct and my solo episodes, you will hear a variety of backgrounds to explore different life paths, hear career advice, and self-development tips to help you gain clarity on your own personal journey. Welcome back to the Taylor Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sanford, and today I'm going to be sharing with you a brain dump from my experience of how to survive the corporate world in today's society. I bet most of us who work in corporate America are struggling right now. If I could guess some of your common thoughts or frustrations, they'd be having a hard time finding work, finding work-life balance, dealing with multiple positions left on your plate, or increased workload with no pay or title change, feeling like you have to prove yourself in this work-from-home environment, wishing you had better training, help, and just overall support. If this sounds at all like you, I want you to listen in and get some tips I have to balance that playing field and be successful in this rapidly changing corporate environment we're living in today. Because guess what? You have to take hold of your career and make decisions that better yourself, your family, your friends, your community, and your overall health. The work will still be there. Always. And that's a fact. My first tip. Schedule or attend regular one-on-one meetings with your manager. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but you should absolutely be meeting with your manager or higher up on a regular basis. This is not so they can check up on you. It provides a set time for both of you to sit down uninterrupted Discuss your work-related questions you might have, opinions on how maybe they would handle situations, on any problems you're facing, but also it's more than that. It's a chance for your manager to see your workload, what's on your plate. Observe and understand what's being asked of you, and that's your chance to show, hey, my plate's too full, and maybe it's overflowing. It's also an opportunity to show the good things and the hard work you've been putting in that gets overlooked at times, especially in this remote time frame. The more you touch base on things you're doing and you're crushing it, the more visibility you bring to your boss about potentially getting promoted, getting a raise. You're now top of mind. And this is your chance to kind of show off in a sense without saying, hey, look at me and almost self-market your way into a promotion. Trust me, this works. My second tip, please don't compare yourself to your coworkers. Okay, it does not matter how long you've been in your role or you feel like you have seniority in the workplace, that does not always justify a promotion. If one of your coworkers gets promoted or asked to be on a project or go to a training event, whatever that situation, that does not necessarily mean you are not qualified for something else. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you are owed something in the workplace as well. So please don't compare your story with someone else's. There's so many factors that go into decisions like promotions, who gets what role, and we tend to judge that person for getting ahead of us when that's simply not true. 
We need to stop comparing ourselves to our coworkers as if we all had inherently the same skills, the same outlook, the same drive. That's just not true. We are all different. We have our unique skill sets and maybe our talent is best used in another part of the business. That's okay. Think about it as as if it were your personal life. You wouldn't compare your love life to someone you went to high school with, right? You wouldn't compare your health journey with acquaintances at the gym, right? We're all on different pages and that's okay. Next, network and stay connected with like-minded people who you trust. So how have I landed my promotions or the jobs that I have navigated? By networking and being authentic. Honestly, I made an effort to stay connected with and be present in conversations with people at work who are like-minded. When I am given opportunities to, to attend training events, workshops, conferences, whatever, I talk with people and get to know them. I am genuine about learning more about them, their struggles, their family life, how they got to where they are, and what they do now. Then when I'm in a situation where they might be able to shed some light on a topic or question to get their advice on something I'm struggling with, I'll reach out. Or sometimes I'll just reach out and say hi, see how their day's going. Why? Because first and foremost, I love building connections with other people. It makes me feel like I have a sense of community and can relate to one another. Second, this is that untraditional network I keep talking about where People get impressed when they see this. They keep you on the top of their list and you're on the top of their mind when opportunities arise because not many people do it. Building that connection is so important. And again, trust me, this works. My fourth tip, take note of how long and how much you are working. If you have never heard the term work-life balance, well, you might as well be living under a rock. It's incredibly important to have and maintain an attainable balance schedule. Not only for you, but for the people around you as well. One that prioritizes, yes, work, meetings, calls, emails during your set time frame while staying consistent to having breaks and a personal social life after that work time frame is over. So listen, I'm not here to tell you what hours to work. You don't have to work a nine to five. You don't have to work Monday through Friday, but I am here to share with you when you do leave work or shut off your computer, if we work remotely, try your hardest to turn your work brain off. Don't tempt yourself by just you know checking emails and making this a regular habit on your time off, on your downtime, on weekends, vacations. Admittedly, yes, I've done this. But another phrase I've heard, and you've probably heard of as well, is this work hard, play hard mentality. And I think, honestly, that has some relevance. So when I'm on at work, I'm on. I am focused, I'm in the zone. I'm firefighting, making calls, checking things off my to-do list, taking action right away. When I'm with friends or spending time with my boyfriend or treating myself to a coffee or shopping day, I am present. I'm not thinking about work. 
I'm not taking calls during that time. I'm not checking my email. I'm present in the moment and enjoying my downtime. Because guess what? The work will always be there, whether we are or not. Because you can't get that time back or those memories back. So cherish those and take note of how often you're working past your scheduled time and into that downtime. Tip number five, be willing and open to learn more. This might sound simple. Honestly, not everybody does this. So promotions and new jobs, by the way, will not get handed to you. They're not going to just fall on your lap. You need to work for them. You must put in the effort to learning new things. Be open and willing to raise your hand for projects, team initiatives, trainings, attending seminars, whatever is available to you. This is how you grow, how you learn and meet new people. Again, referencing the untraditional networking. These go hand in hand. And if you're seen as an employee who's ready to jump in, eager to learn, raises your hand all the time, volunteers, and helps the team out, I promise you it will get noticed. Tip number six, be the trainer and mentor you wish you had. Okay, so this one is huge and a key driver in my success when I look back. I don't know about you, but I always assumed each new role I had, there would be some giant playbook or handbook with company procedures and policies, you know, how to do your job, the ins and outs, or at least a trainer who would walk you through those types of things, right? Well, the truth of the matter is not really anymore. So there used to be this large training subset of people who would have the job title of trainer, or at least a bare minimum would be an appointed trainer when onboarding new employees. But over the course of time, corporations have dwindled that down, largely due to overhead costs. While, in my opinion, that is incredibly unfortunate, I do see the benefit of trainers and a structured training environment in combination with on-the-job training, of course. it's Right now, it's, it's mostly this just kind of throw you into the woods and figure it out type of training that I've experienced in my past. However, there was one company I worked for that really did it right, and I praised them for this, but sadly, it's just not the norm anymore. So, how do you make sure you don't completely sink when starting a new position? Know that you will learn by doing. You will absolutely make mistakes. That's okay. I promise you won't get fired unless you do something drastic, which then don't blame me. And honestly, be patient with yourself. Don't expect to learn five plus years of knowledge in the first two to three weeks when you're just starting out. It's not realistic. In every job I've had, I've looked back about honestly a year in, and that's where I felt really confident in my role. I didn't know everything. But I had been exposed to many situations and likely the more common core situations that I would experience during my day-to-day. So now, if you are a more tenured employee or someone who has been there a while, I encourage you to be the trainer you wish you had. To be present and easy to come to with questions for the newbies. Be approachable. Offer up advice when you see something incorrect. Or maybe there's an easier way to do things because you've navigated that before and you've found a better way. 
be a leader and a mentor, even if you don't have a leadership title or role. There's always someone looking at you and how you're doing life at work, how you're speaking up in meetings, the things you talk about in your downtime, the simple tricks you might share with others. People around you are watching. Look, not in a creepy way, but in a community sense. Think about all you know about your coworkers and the knowledge you might have picked up from them, their personal life and their work life, by either watching or by doing. And be mindful of that. But again, I encourage you to be that leader and that mentor you wish you had. Okay, my next tip. Be scrappy. This goes hand in hand with being willing and open to learning new things, but I myself have been called scrappy a couple times by my bosses and a quick learner. I honestly contribute this to my success. So what does that look like? By being scrappy, I'm listening in on meetings. I'm looking to see who attends, what their roles are. I'm keeping a list of who to go to when in situations I'm just not sure how to handle. I am constantly Googling terms, acronyms, conversions, people, names, definitions, you name it. It's not about always knowing the answer, but more importantly, how to get the answer. And that's what makes for a great candidate for success. Not everyone's going to expect, and actually, I can probably say most leaders would rather have you know how to get the answer than to know the answer yourself. All right, number eight, don't let others' lack of planning dictate your future. What is? What do I mean by this? Okay, analogy time. Let's say you're going on vacation with a group of friends and you're staying at an Airbnb. When you arrive, you quickly realize there's no food in the house and the people you have assigned to bring food, they didn't show up. So, You would just starve for the weekend, right? No, you go to the nearest grocery store, you figure out the amount of people and mouths you need to feed, how many meals, and you get enough food to cover your stay. Or you find a local restaurant and you eat out every meal. So this might sound like a silly analogy, but it's the idea of not letting other people's lack of planning dictate your future success. So what does this mean in the workplace? Don't let your boss or any higher up stop you from achieving your goals. If you've got a vision there, but it seems like there's some red tape stopping you from getting there, remember you are the driver of your career. Or if you feel like you've been stuck in your current role for a long time and there just doesn't seem like there's a plan, maybe it's time to rethink staying there. This is where, again, having a regular one-on-one with your manager would be incredibly beneficial. My point is don't rely on other people to make decisions for you and plan out your life on your behalf. You need to take a hold of your life and be the driver to the course of the future life you want to live. Don't sit on the sidelines expecting someone else to do it for you because of their title, because of their role, or because you think they should. No, my friends... It's your responsibility. Number nine, show up confident. This is one of the things I've learned about jumping into a new role and honestly even staying consistent in my current one is showing up with confidence. I can speak with experience 
so many people really don't know what they're doing, but are going through the day-to-day, figuring it out, and doing it anyway. Now, I don't mean literally no one knows what they're doing. What I mean is most people don't truly 100% know the answer to everything. And don't feel like you've got to have it all figured out before you take action. Don't feel like you need to know everything before starting a project or leading a team or building a workshop. Whatever that might be, just be open and willing to learn, be scrappy, and show up with confidence. My last and final tip, be intentional and follow God's plan. I think we all probably know someone who is a job hopper and moves around to a variety of roles every, call it six months or a year, just trying to find something better. They're always, they always seem to be unhappy and typically move around a wide variety of jobs trying to navigate their path and find their way. But guess what? This isn't really helping them. Also, on the flip side, I think we probably all know someone, at least one person, who stays in their current job way too long, is constantly complaining, they dread going in, they've been there for years and years and years, threaten to quit but never actually do because they fear the unknown or the next step. And staying in that comfortability sometimes keeps them in their place. But again, this isn't helping them. So what's the happy medium and what do you do? Be intentional about your career moves. Stay true to you, your beliefs, morals, and what God sets on your heart. Ever just get that gut feeling that something's off and it's not the right decision and you just can't explain why? Listen to that. Or in opposition, if you've got this visceral feeling inside and urging you to take advantage of an opportunity that was presented, listen to that, tap into that. Those are the communication messages sent from God to help you know your way and feel secure in your decisions. Look, it might not be perfect. It might not look acceptable to people around you. It might not be the next logical step on paper, But if it feels aligned for you and it's a step closer to your goal, absolutely go for it. However, I do encourage you not just to jump into the next opportunity that falls into your lap or pops in your email, but let's get clear on what it is you actually want. What are you good at? What do you have a peaked interest in? It doesn't need to be your end-all be-all dream job, but again, a step towards bettering your life bettering your family, your community, and your overall career. So if so, go for it. But if not, and you're just not sure what that is, take some time to do some self-reflecting, research, and spend time honing in on what your goals are to help you with those next steps. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode, jam-packed full of real-life experiences, brought to you by myself of ways to navigate this corporate world. Staying true to you while making a paycheck in this ever-changing world out there can be difficult. But if you found this helpful, would you please share it with a friend? I would love to be able to bring this message to anyone who could use a little pick-me-up and help navigating their life or career path. 
Check out more inspiration and career tips at at Tailored Careers on my Instagram page or my website, www.tailoredcareers.org. As always, stay inspired, my friends.